We're not the customer on Facebook. We're the product. The, the customers are the advertisers. And whatever they can do to keep you on the platform as long as possible, they will do. And groups are the, they found that groups are the most effective way to do that because personal pages and business pages are just static broadcasting pages. It's really hard to get conversations going on the pages. Um, but in a group, it, uh, again, if you're part of a group, then you understand what I'm saying. You, people get going and they start bantering and arguing and all sorts of stuff happens in a Facebook group. Welcome to the Freedom Chasers podcast, where we bring you interviews and discussions that share the stories, successes, goals, and dreams of real estate agents and real estate investors pursuing a life of purpose and freedom. All right, guys, today I have Will Penny on, the man who sold about 3,000 homes over the course of a 35-year period in real estate. This man has so, so much to teach us. We're going to talk a lot today about how to grow your business through sphere marketing. Will actually does it through Facebook and a number of other strategies, Facebook groups, et cetera. A long distance runner, self-proclaimed boring dude, but nothing he said yet has bored me. So I will let you guys be the arbitrator and the judge of that statement, but nothing else. If you stay through this, you're going to get a ton of value when it comes to how to build a multiple thousand transaction business, how to develop and grow agents just through sphere marketing. So Will, thank you so much for joining us and take us into what led you into focusing mostly on sphere marketing. Thanks for having me on, Matt. I appreciate it. So um, like you had said, I, I got my real estate license in 1988, uh, right after I graduated from high school. And I was just scrapping at the beginning because nobody wanted to help me. Um, so I ended up mentoring with a guy that was selling about 380 homes a year as a solo agent. Uh, I got that mentorship by offering to drive his car for him. I used to drive him around to appointments and in return, he let me go with him. So that's what I did at the beginning. Then I started getting good at for sale by owners. Um, knocked on a few doors, hated that. Then in 1997, I'd been in what? Nine, eight, nine years. When I was about 28, I went to a, uh, I went to a main event with a guy by the name of Joe Stumpf and he's got, He's a national speaker. I, don't, I think he's still around. Um, but anyway, he had by referral only university, and that was very intriguing to me. And he had a three-day course on creating a referral-based business. And back then, uh, we didn't have the internet, right? So our, I was using Top Producer, but it was a desktop version. It wasn't uh, you know, internet-based. But I wasn't using it very well. So... In that three-day uh, class, we basically realized that people who know, like, and trust you, the currency uh, that they create for your business is massive. Um, and we didn't have paid leads back then. Um, I just didn't want to have to call for sale by owners for the rest of my life. Um, and I, there was really no other way to get business back then. You either knew, had people you know and they reached out to you or you went out and just you know dug in the trenches every day, which I was pretty good at. So at that point, I just got my arms around my sphere and I used Top Producer a lot more effectively. And we started, you know, calling because we didn't have texting. So we'd, I'd call, send out Christmas cards, send out newsletters. And I just got as good as I possibly could get um, with the technology that we had at staying in touch with my past clients. And um, I was selling, uh, by the time I was 25, I was selling about 60 houses a year back then. I don't know how I did it looking back because there's not the same tech stack um, back then right i mean you i mean selling a lot of houses today is a lot easier from the logistics side than it used to be dude 
we had to, <clears throat> any day that you sold a house, you were out till midnight because you had to present the offer face to face. You had to write the offer face to face. Then you had to call the agent, make an appointment to meet with their seller face to face, review the offer face to face. You'd kick me out, discuss it with your seller, bring me back in, um, give me a counter. I'd call my client, the buyer, uh, if I was if I was working with the buyer, and then I'd have to drive over to their house or apartment, get their initials, drive it to my office, make copies leave the earnest money check and the contract there, then take copies back to the listing agent at the house. He or she was still waiting for me. High five and then go home. And it, like the earliest you could get home was 10 or 11 o'clock by the time you did all that because you weren't presenting the offer until seven. It was always after they ate dinner. So yeah, back then um, with everything being face-to-face, -face, that posed some problems, but that's all we knew. I mean, um, you know, that's all, that's just the way we, we had to do it. So, and it was done that way for decades prior, you know, now that we have dot loop and DocuSign and zoom, um, it's, uh, it's a lot easier. It is so, so much easier. So I want to get down to the nuts and bolts of, I mean, there's 36 touch programs, 60 touch programs. What has been the, I mean, and you've been at this for 35 years. So I'm curious, how has your sphere, uh, approach evolved and what are the things that are tried and true? Um, well, tried and true. Uh, I got three things that I, four things I do that are tried and true. First of all, I've been using the same uh, snail mail newsletter since 2001. Um, guy by the name of Craig Fort, it's called Service for Life. Basically it's a four page ledger size sheet of paper that we mail out. It's a word document and I, it's it's just like bathroom reading. It's like what you'd read if you didn't have a phone, um, right on the, on the toilet. I mean, it's like it's just for uh, like home related stuff. None of it's about sales, so I, it's got good readability. And then it has a trivia question, and it's got it announces uh, like referrals that we got. So it's very um, engaging, and we still use that to this day. We send out about a thousand to eleven hundred of them a month. Then uh, we're, my team and I, we, in fact, I've been doing it over the last week. I texted uh, two years over a three-day period. I texted two years worth of transactions. I started in 2015 and started coming forward. And then this morning I did 2012 and 13 and 14. I just text them about once a quarter or so and just check in, see how they're doing. Then I, the ones that I reach, I uh, send them, I send them a thank you card with some, uh, couple business cards in it. So that's the second thing. Um, the third thing is we have client events now twice a year. Um, we usually get 100 to 150, actually 150 to 170. We never have less than 150 people show up. So we do those. Um, and then the other thing that we do that that's the main, the real heavy lifting, um, well, the calling, I guess, and texting is heavy lifting. But what we really do, we we created a private Facebook group two years ago and uh, because Facebook is like a utility now, about 75% of adults are on Facebook. Um, and then during COVID, uh, Facebook became more of a communication tool than some of the other platforms like Instagram and now TikTok. Uh, Facebook is for people staying in touch with each other. So I 
got the hang of that about two, two years ago when I started use, I created a private Facebook group for our team and um, we found everybody we knew, uh, invited them into the group. And then we just post non-real estate related questions each day. Um, you, you know, do you, do you like this or that, or uh, four different types of front doors, which one do you like the best or trivia questions or a uh, caption this photo? Um, what, you know, what's your favorite Mexican restaurant? Where do you take your dogs to play? What's the best place to take your kids on a weekend? What are you doing for July 4th? We post stuff like that four or five days a week. And we stay engaged now with over a thousand past clients in Sphere. These are all people we know. They're not followers. We use it like a CRM. So basically we use a private Facebook group, like a CRM. That's so, and, and the only people in, in there are your our past, past clients. clients. Past clients and people we know that we invite in. Yeah. Wow. We just look for, like, if you were, if I sold you a house, I'd say, hey, Matt, you on Facebook? And you'd say, yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll send you a friend request and I'll invite you into our group. And we scrape everyone into this group. And because of the power of the, the, the Facebook group, pa Facebook group is a, a common interest group. Facebook loves groups because when you are, a, when you're part of a common interest group, then you show up, Right. Like I'm a part of two running groups. I show up every Sunday morning while on Facebook, you might be part of a uh, stamp collecting group or a knitting group or a motorcycle group or a Porsche 911 GT3 group or whatever. And you're going to stay on the platform longer to engage with those people that have a common interest with you. So that's what Facebook created these groups for. And they really got heavy into groups uh, during the uh like the middle of COVID because that was one of the only ways that people could stay connected. Um, and then since then, Facebook groups have really taken off. I think there's one point or no, 600 million different Facebook groups, 1.8 billion people are a member of at least one group, 2.793 billion people are active Facebook users. So I just use Facebook as a, as a CRM now. I don't care about all the garbage that you do on Facebook. I just use my group so that I can use it as a, as a touch point to stay in touch with people who know, like, and trust me. That, that's what I use it for. And it's been a phenomenal tool. I actually help agents, other agents do that now. Um, you know, as part of what I do now, I've been doing this so long. We help other real estate agents create groups for their own teams. That's phenomenal. How do you name your group? My group is called Penny Group EXP Friends and Family. That's it. Love it. You want to have your name in there. And then uh, the cover photo is a picture of our moving truck and us standing in front of it. So it's already branded, right? And then the cool thing is when, if, I mean, like you might be a member of an investor group or, you know, there's a lot, so many different real estate groups on Facebook. And the cool thing is with groups, they give you these analytical tools because they, they the, the easiest way to keep people on Facebook is by having them be a member of a group or more, because that's going to connect them to the platform. And the only way that you and I can talk on Facebook about real estate deals or sales or problem clients or whatever is by engaging in this group. And because it's something that's important to me and it's important to you being part of that group, you have to go on Facebook to be, to engage with those people. And then Facebook gets to put more ads in front of you. So that's the trick behind it. Um, because we're not the, we're not the customer on Facebook. We're the product. The, the customers are the advertisers. Yeah. And 
And whatever they can do to keep you on the platform as long as possible, they will do. And groups are the, they found that groups are the most effective way to do that because personal pages and business pages are just static broadcasting pages. It's really hard to get conversations going on the pages. Um, but in a group, it, uh, again, if you're part of a group, then you understand what I'm saying. You, people get going and they start bantering and arguing and all sorts of stuff happens in a Facebook group. And that engagement is what keeps you top of mind. And like, how do you see the engagement emerging in your group? Like, is there a lot of other people posting and having conversations or is it mostly just you guys are the drivers of the content? We drive it with the content, but we now, um, once I hit about 500 members, and if you think about it, you're like, oh, that's a lot. Well, most people have at least a thousand Facebook friends. I mean, everybody you flip and know has reached out to you from high school, college, whatever, and, and you're now friends with them on Facebook. <clears throat> we'll invite the local ones, the ones that you wanted, you could potentially do business with into that group and then make it part of your job. You, as you meet new people, hey, you're on Facebook. Yeah, great. Friend requests them, invite them into the group. So it, again, it's my, I'm a very analytic, analytical person. And for me, it's like a CRM. Yeah. Right. Do you have people? So that's, uh, but to answer your question, we have Matt, sorry, I mean to cut you off. We have, we have clients now post and they'll say, Hey, I need a fencing company. Any recommendations? And then we'll have other members answer the questions. So they engage with each other, but the common, the common, uh, connection is me and my team. Love this. Yeah. You become the epicenter. And so like, do people go on and pitch their services? Like what rules do you have to have to keep it Keep it orderly. Well, that's a really good question, Matt. So I have, um, we, I don't let other realtors in there. I do let uh, a, a, a couple of lender partners. I let my home inspector. I let insurance guy. So providing value back to them, I let them be part of my group. And then once a month or so, I'll say, hey, if anyone wants to push their services, today's the day to do it. You know, so then I'll have somebody who's got a, you know, they, they sell um, candles, you know, and they'll say, hey, you know, check out my party light or whatever. I don't know, that, that kind of stuff. Um, or if someone's a car mechanic or if they mow, if their son mows lawns, you know, that kind of stuff. And, you, and do you do that, like you said, like once a month? Yeah, about once a month or so. That's fantastic. And so what are some of the challenges, if any, people might find in building a Facebook group for the past clients? Well, you can build a group in about five minutes because Facebook assumes we're all morons and they, <laughs> they uh, appeal to the lowest common denominator. So you can, the tools that they have for you to create a group are very easy. I actually have a video um, on how, you know, the proper settings to use. You want to make it private, not public. Uh, and you want to be, you want to make it so that you have to approve all the posts and you have to approve um, anybody joining. Because the last thing I want is to be out on an appointment and next thing you know, some whack job has been posting some, you know, divisive stuff on my group. And the next thing you know, I'm canceled. Uh, so <laughs> uh, I, I make sure that I have to approve everything coming in. But really, um, the most important thing, and I tell real estate agents that want to create a group, basically, it's, it's a community like client event. And if you had a client event, you wouldn't just stand in the corner and talk to one person. You'd go around and you'd mingle, right? And you wouldn't talk about real estate stuff. I wouldn't come up to you and go, hey, Matt, so 
Have you thought about moving? You wouldn't do that at a party. So we don't, we don't talk about that in our group either. Our, the group is just designed to stay top of mind and, and continue to build trust with the people in our life who already know, like, and trust us. And then they know it's called the Penny Group Friends and Family uh, or Penny Group Friends and Family Facebook group. So they know that we're real estate agents. We don't have to ask them or talk to them. They automatically think to refer us um, just because of the nature of the fact that they, um, you know, they see us every day. And there's no other tool that's available, period, um, where you can stay top of mind with someone daily without annoying the crap out of them. Yeah. Like you can't call, text, mail. You can't do any of that daily, but you can have a Facebook group and have it, you know, and, and have it active on a daily basis and not have people, you know, run away. So, so the biggest thing that I recommend is when, the, when somebody posts something, you have to take five minutes a day and respond to all the comments. You know, like if you post, people come in there and say, I like the third, I like that brown door. Like if we do a four um, modern front doors, one, two, three, and four, and someone says, I pick four, then you go and respond and say, hey, Lisa, I think that's a great, I, think, I love that one too. Thanks for, you know, whatever. You just have to go in and respond to all the comments. And then the people that are active in the group, I either call them or send them a Facebook message and say, hey, Matt, thanks so much for being active in our group. We appreciate you being part of our world. Thank you. That kind of stuff. Just to build the love. That's what it's for. Yeah. And if an agent starts a group and they're not going to do that, then don't bother. But then you have to ask yourself a question. What are you doing that's easier than that to stay engaged with everyone you know? I mean, probably nothing because this is very scalable. Absolutely. So you have grown a team. As you put team members, do your team members go in your group? Do their transactions go in your group? When they leave, do they get kicked out? Like, what, is, what does it look like inside of a team? Well, I just had an agent leave and she's no longer in the group. And she had about 200 of her people in the group. Um, yes, we, it, it's a great team retention tool. For team leaders, if, if a team leader with a handful of agents doesn't have a private Facebook group and they look at it as a gimmick, there, I mean, it's simply a fabulous tool. Um, so we invite, I have my other team members in the group. We, they invite all of their friends and family into the group. And then the benefit to them is I'm posting the content, right? All they've got to do is just engage with the people as they comment. And it keeps them top, top of mind, these people top of mind with their, with their agent who's on my team. So it's a fantastic team tool. Um, and anyone who says it's a gimmick, the one thing you need to think of, almost every Fortune 500 company, almost every university, almost every hospital, the way they communicate uh, in mass with their people is with a Facebook group. Yeah, they just do. You know, fire stations have Facebook groups. Hospitals with their nurses have Facebook groups. My daughter went to Ohio University. They had a parent's Facebook group, and that's how they communicated with us. Because unlike on a personal page or a business page, the, the algorithms don't let you see a lot of the posts, and you don't get notified. With groups, when someone posts in a group, you, you receive a notification unless you turn the notifications off. And you don't get that with a personal page or with a, um, a business page because they have these algorithms in place 
Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg, 2018, they noticed that a lot of people were leaving Facebook. And the reason was you'd be, uh, you know, you graduated from high school in 2005 or whatever, and you had these guys that you had no interest in hanging out with in high school. Well, then, you know, 10 years later, they're sending you friend requests and you forgot why you hated them in the first place. Now they're, you're a friend of theirs on Facebook. They're posting stuff about whatever. And you're like, God, I, now I realize why I did not like that dude in the first place. So you've got all of this annoying stuff happening on Facebook. So in 2018, they tightened up all the algorithms so that you only saw posts from people that Facebook determined that you had a real relationship with, right? Based on your interaction with them, the way you respond to their, their, their posts, the way they respond to yours, the way you comment and, and engage with each other, that, that algorithm's constantly learning and adding and removing people from your life based on the interaction that you have with them on Facebook because they want it to be more real. Because if you're, if you, you know, we don't have that many people in our life that we have close relationships with. So Facebook, the way they keep you on there is by showing you stuff from the people you actually care about. Not just some rowdy guy that you went to high school and all he wants to do is, you know, talk about political stuff or bash this person or that person. You're like, I don't want this in my life. Well, yeah, uh, Facebook fixed it for you because they notice that you don't ever comment or like, so they gradually just remove them from your life. With a group, you've brought those people into the group and they choose to be there. And as a result, Facebook will continue showing them stuff that's in the group until they stop engaging. Yeah, this is so powerful. Um, especially because now the algorithms are feeding positively for you to the people that you want to be, et cetera. Um, when did you start doing Facebook groups? Uh, end of 2021, because in our business, there are these publicly, tra like publicly traded companies that have created these third-party referral companies, uh, Zillow and Opsity or two. They charge referral fees to realtors now. Um, then there's Effective Agent, Ideal Agent, Fast Expert, Upnest, Dave Ramsey, all of these individuals in case of Dave Ramsey, although he's got a billion dollar company, they have created these hubs where they want to be the center and they're spending hundreds of millions of dollars collectively so that when a person thinks about buying or selling a house, they're going to be drawn to one of those hubs and then referred out to an agent uh, for a 25 to 35% referral fee, sometimes more than that. Op City can charge up to 40%. So I was thinking at the end of 2021, what am I going to go, do going into 2022? Oh no, tw end of 2020. I'm sorry. Um, going into 2021, I was thinking I'm getting, you know, th these fast expert and effective agent were the main ones. I'm like, I'm getting a lot of referrals for these people. But every time I drive up their driveway, I think, man, they bought a house with somebody else. And that guy's or girl's not getting the deal this time. I am. And what did, where did they go wrong? So I'm thinking, I'm not arrogant enough to think that if I don't stay in touch with my people, like every week, they're not going to think of me. They won't leave me because they don't like me. They'll leave me because they don't remember me. The National Association of Realtors has a very shocking statistic. 
92% of buyers and sellers said that they would use the same agent again. Do you know what the real statistic is? Do you know what the percentage of agents that actually use the same agent again? Uh, my, my, 13%. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like somewhere between 10 and 15. Yeah. Yeah. 13%. And it's not because they changed their mind. It's because they completely forgot who you were because now they're seeing reels from real estate agents. They're on TikTok, they're on Facebook and they're, they're, there's so many distractions now fighting for your eyeballs and your, and your, the real estate in your head that, and if you're a realtor and you're, and you want to sell a large number of homes, if you're a 10 or 15 deal a year agent, then you can go scratch that out doing a lot of different things. But if you want to do 50, 60 deals every year, or 30, 40 deals every year and not have your income go like this, then you better have your arms around your, your sphere of influence. And one of the easiest ways to do that, among the other things that I said, you still need to call and text them. You still need to reach out to them throughout the year. Uh, but you, you can stay top of mind with them pretty easily just by having a, a friends and family Facebook group. Wow. How much business would you estimate you've generated from that Facebook group? Last year, I made about 50 grand uh, just from the Facebook group. And I'll give you two examples. First guy I ever sold a house to, Steve Rodenbucker, 1988. He was my first sale. Well, the problem is we didn't have cell phones back then. So when I sold his house, I sold him that house. And then he called me four years later to sell it for him. Well, then he moved into a new house and they changed his phone number and I never was able to reach him again. Right. And he had built a home. So I didn't have that address. Well, two years ago or a year, no, a year ago, I saw my suggested friends list because Facebook knows a lot about you. He showed up. God knows how they knew that I knew him. No flipping idea because he wasn't in my phone. I sent him a friend request. Then I messaged him and said, Steve, dude, you were my first client ever 33, four years ago. He was like, oh my God, Will. So I invited him into the Facebook group and that was it. So then he just started engaging with the stuff. Three months later, he called me to sell a house for him. And he said he'd had a seven year relationship with another agent that he canceled that just because he got re our relationship reignited, right? I had a I had two others, um, just specifically. These were high school classmates that I met in another Facebook group, our class, 1987 uh, Kent Roosevelt Rough Riders Facebook group, right? So that's another group I was in of people that graduated from Kent Roosevelt in Kent, Ohio in 1987. Just an obscure thing, right? Well, a couple of these people that I knew friend requested me, I accepted their friend request, and then I invited them into the group. The one lived in Texas. I didn't realize that. She reached out to me and I sold her parents' house. And then the other one lives in my area. I don't even know her. She knew my brother, um, but she's, she's in my Facebook group now. She reached out to me and I'm going to sell her condo. But we get stuff like that all the time um, because, they, again, they, they see us every day. So we're part of their daily life. They're they're humping Facebook all day long. People in their 30s and up, they're on Facebook all day long. And so they're seeing our posts every day. They can't forget about us. They just can't forget about us. Absolutely love it. Pretty exciting. Yeah. Well, and then you've got these yeah. other strategies, right? The texting and so on and so forth. But I think Facebook group 
is such, I mean, it's such a powerful tool. Like I love it because like we, we've implemented on our team a 60 touch program for our past clients in the past. And it's like, it's great. But man, like if you're doing four a week times 50 weeks, that's 200 touches in a year, non-intrusive yeah. touches. Uh, that is extremely 200. powerful. Not to mention the other things that you're doing. Plus, well, yeah. Plus you got to add another one a week from other members in the group that post. And then in your notifications, it says so-and-so posted in Penny Group, EXP, friends and family. So they're seeing those. It's like, it's like when you get a postcard in the mail, look at it and throw it in the trash. It's still an eyeball. You saw it before you threw it in the trash. So even if they don't go to the group, they still see the notification and it's my name and my team name. Yeah. Love this. What is the craziest real estate transaction or experience you've had in your career? Uh, I, um, I haven't had a lot of crazy ones. I mean, I had a, we did a land contract once and I represented the seller and the people stripped everything out of the house and left. That was pretty wild. So land contract, when you say, yeah. you mean it's basically like a seller finance deal. Owner financing. Yeah. yeah. And the people trashed the house. That was pretty shocking. Um, I haven't had a lot of really, like my wife had one, she was a realtor. She had this guy, um, a homeless, she was showing a twinplex and a homeless person covered in blood came moaning out of a closet, pushed her out of the way and ran out of the house. <laughs> um, yeah, that happened. Uh, I had a vacant house that I showed once and there was, uh, somebody had broken in and was going to the bathroom upstairs. Uh, like in the, in the, they were going number two upstairs. <laughs> I haven't had, yeah. I haven't really had anything that sadly, I haven't had anything that crazy. Eventful. I'm glad. Yeah, well, that means, it means you've had a smooth, it might be smooth some, career. Yeah. Yeah. It's been pretty smooth. What's your vision for your life and business the next 12 to 18 months? My life in business for the next 12 to 18 months is to be more than likely out of day-to-day -day real estate sales. Um, I still sell 30 to 40 homes a year myself. So to remove myself from that, uh, oversee my team, and then uh, just help other real estate agents. Love it. Either with my social media business, um, with this, with the Facebook groups, uh, that's socialorchard.com. I don't know if I can say that, but I did hmm. socialorchard.com. And then, um, you know, at the brokerage I'm at, I'm able to grow a virtual brokerage within the brokerage. And, uh, I really enjoy that part of it because I'm, we're only connecting with very high end agents and the collaboration's phenomenal. I really enjoy that a lot more than I do the day to day activities. Yeah. So 12 to 18 months. I think that I'll have, um, I'll just be helping agents with their marketing, helping agents do better and be completely out of real estate sales. Incredible. Well, Penny, thank you so much for sharing about your life and your business, for giving us strategies that will generate 50,000, if not more in commission off of a free Facebook group. I mean, this is incredible. So guys, if you're out there listening, write down something you learned from today, whether it be the Facebook groups, how to structure them or et cetera, share it with somebody you know so they can hold you accountable because freedom's acquired one action at a time. And if you take steps day by day before you know it, you too will be living a life of freedom. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next episode.